up, cool slave chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Horn. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. <laughs> you laughing already. <laughs> I was laughing at the secrets. <laughs> hey, guys. Lord. Hey, Hi. guys. Hi. So I'm going to tell a story today. And it's not my story. Okay. But we're going to talk about it. Yes. Let's talk. So I have a friend who I've known for a while. I guess mm-hmm. you could say for a while. And this friend um, lives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And since I've been here for the past, what, five years now? They've been to probably four churches. Mm-hmm. And So is it like every popping church? Um, or? I don't know, because I don't know much about the churches that they've hopped themselves to. So okay. I'm not sure if the other churches are popping or not, but I basically had a conversation. It was kind of like, like, what are you looking for? Like, Mm -hmm. why is it that you get to a church and it's like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. And then you go to another church. And one of the things that came up in the conversation was a couple of things. The first thing was, oh, I didn't like the way that this church treated me or did X, Y and Z. You know, and oh, I didn't feel like at this church that I was able to what's the what's the word that they use? Use my gift or that my gift was recognized. Mm. And I feel like it's something that I don't know. I want to say maybe young Christians, because mm. I feel like, you know, with your mom and them, your grandma and them, they get a church, you know, like my they grandma. Stay. She yeah. went to St. Matthew's that's, that's Baptist Church. OK, that's In Jacksonville. Real. No. Oh. <laughs> In D.C. No, that's my daddy, you know, my daddy went to St. Matthew's Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. I was baptized at St. Matthew's Who is St. Matthew's? Church. Why is everybody naming their church? In D.C. Matthew's in the Bible. Bible. Matthew. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That is hilarious. And it was Pastor Maxwell was the pastor. And it's it's funny because it's like, you know, like my grandmama grew up in that church. My daddy grew up in that church. I grew up in that church for a little while until he left to go to a church that somebody he went to high school with started. But that ain't nothing, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make here is I feel like older generations, they go to a church. They're committed to that church. They sell into that church. You know, and then they raise their kids there. Mm-hmm. Something about definitely the generations, our generation, mm-hmm. the people who are in their maybe thirties. Eh, what I say, forties? I don't know. And moving down into the twenties, like they just don't commit mm. to a church. But yeah. maybe the things in life, I don't know. But right now, you know what? So you hit church, some huh? right there. She, did. she said, maybe the things in life, and we'll get into that too. <laughs> because uh yeah um okay so i am 34 i always forget because you know i feel like i froze at 30 i know that's right i still feel good i look good black don't cry now you know (laughs) but um she said elsa Um, but I've been going to our church um, since I was 11, mm-hmm. and I have never went to another church. Yeah. Even when my parents, um, one of the ministers at the church, 
they branched off and opened their own church. They were blessed out. It wasn't none bad. They were blessed out. My parents, because they were serving um, in a volunteer ministry under them, they decided to leave and, you know, grow with that church. But I stayed. And it was, I, I just felt like this is where God has called me to be. I mean, I ended up meet, like a few years later meeting my husband. No, I think it was before. I think I knew him. No. A few years later, meeting my husband. Uh, our child is growing up there now. So, desire to move nowhere else so I don't even understand the church hopping like when I I talk to other people that's why I love y'all too because I know y'all ain't going nowhere either because I'm like I be tired of like getting to know people and then they be like oh what about me oh you going I'm just kidding I said, <laughs> I said y'all too like meaning all of y'all not y'all too T-O-O not T-W in addition I know you ain't going nowhere okay so Listen. I'm just saying. She said I, two and ain't look at me. I just I did. I went like this. I went like this. Went like this. Look at her. I gotta look at her. <laughs> <laughs> look at her eyes. Nah, you too. That's why that's why I love our relationship as friends because I know y'all ain't going nowhere. Okay, all right. I know y'all ain't like Y'all ain't wishy-washy like, because I'm going to call it what it is. It's wishy-washy. Now, I understand if you just move somewhere and you're trying to find a church home. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. know of some people that they had a church they home. They <laughs> Vacation home. Bicoastal. Oh, Bicoastal. <laughs> Bicounty. Right, by county. <laughs> Oh, y'all being messy. Okay, 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 okay. okay. But, um... Truth, transparency. (laughs) And then, like, I feel like, you know, even in our joking, somebody hear this and they be like, you know what? I do be doing that. That's too much. But I just don't understand the... I've noticed, especially in Atlanta, when a new church pops up, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'm a such and such. But haven't these churches been open for a while? I'm not from Atlanta, so I don't be knowing. Nah, I got one church I can think about in my head. Like, they've only been open a few years at, like, this location or whatever. Gotcha. And it's like, it just seemed like everybody is starting to migrate. And even if they didn't go to our church, I like, it's some people I follow online or whatever. And I'm like, hold on, you was going to this other church. And then as soon as this church opened and it's it's looking popping and everybody talking about it, you you go over there, too. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Do y'all think that there's ever a reason for you to church hop or leave your church going to look for another church? Like, what are amenable, is that a word? Or, or what are acceptable reasons for you to leave your church and have to look for another church if you did not physically move? I think if your spirit ain't being fed right. by all means. Yeah, definitely that. You know, if you ain't. If it ain't, you know, if you can't take something from Sunday and apply it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before you go back to get it on Sunday, then, you know. I think whatever you're learning should be applicable to your daily life. And mm-hmm. if it's not something that you can take and that, you know, grows with you and you're able to, you know, not just feed yourself, but there are other people around you that are being fed. Mm-hmm. Or whenever you take a word and you get it, even people that don't go to your church and you have the conversation about what you're learning, if it feeds them if it's just you if it ain't there then i i mean by all means go somewhere where you could be fed yeah Mm -hmm. i agree with that i think for me that's been like the biggest reason i haven't really i've only been a member of like three churches in a lifetime um i was just about to say in atlanta no 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 no. so you were church hopper 
in a lifetime. I know for sure Lauren and, ain't no church yeah. house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Actually, the crazy that. thing is like when I moved here to Atlanta, I came to World Changers and the Lord was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And so I never visited any other church but World Changers because I heard the Lord clearly say, say. Like, this is where I want you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've definitely seen like the blessings from that. Mm-hmm. But in the whole lifetime, I've probably been a member of like three different churches. That's but, me too. Yeah. But I remember... Um, for me, I feel like college sometimes is a hard time to find a church because you have so many different churches you can choose from. And so I didn't I'm not the type of person to do that, to like hop from church to church. So I did try out like maybe like a couple of churches um, when I was in college, undergrad, and I couldn't find one that I liked. So I literally would drive home like and I've told y'all this. I would yeah. drive home like an hour to go, you know, to my home church because I was just that's what I was most comfortable with. And I'm just not the type of person to um, church hop. But I realized in me trying to seek for another church and I wasn't finding something that I connected with, it's back to your point. It was just, I didn't feel like I was being fed. Like that was just so much that was just kind of like happening and existing. Um, And I know a lot of times they say, okay, you need to be focused on the word. But yeah, you can be distracted by people and just the things. And y'all know. Just culture. Church cultures are so different. Yes, exactly. So like I was just, for me, I was just distracted and it just didn't work for me. So a lot of times I would literally go to a place where I can be fed. Now I will say, because I tell people, I tell people all the time, I do have a dual membership. And what I mean by that (laughs) is I do... I, of course, go to World Changes. I am a member of World Changes, but I love me some Partis House Dallas. I knew that's exactly what you Yeah, I love me some Partis House Dallas. I'm forever listening to TDJ. It's like, if I'm sitting at my desk or working or whatever, I'm forever listening to him. And so it's like literally like a collaborative thing of, I may listen to Pastor Dallo Monday, listen to TDJ's. But see, I feel like that's different than the church hopping. Yeah, yeah. You listening to different pastors. Like, I listen to different pastors. I listen to different podcasts and whatnot. Um, that's different. Like, yeah. hey, but you ain't flying the Potter's no, no, house. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not right. doing that. I'm not doing that. I, I think for, for for the whole church hopping thing, I really feel like it. It's 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 it's. I think people do it for other reasons outside of being fed. Being yeah. fed. I think that's my issue. Yeah. I think in the conversation, it was kind of like. Your ego is not being stroked, so you don't want to stay where you are. I think it's certain type of people who Come on now, what kind of people? <laughs> who feel like and I mean I'm I'm not, you know, being specific. I'm just gonna throw out different things just so it's not, you know, super specific to this person. But it's mm-hmm. like even if it's like, oh, you know, I sing in the choir and I'm really good at singing and I feel like I should be able to be a leader on the praise team mm-hmm. or something like that. But they don't let me lead the praise team. So I'm going to leave this church and go to another church where I believe that they'll let me lead the mm-hmm. praise team. And I feel like that's not a viable reason. I think that, acceptable reason. I, I think that touches on another thing, which is church hurt. I think uh, some people leave the church. Oh, why are you hurt, that? though? Like, I, I mean, mean church hurt can happen no, in so many... Church hurt is real. I, yeah. I get it, but in that particular situation... I mean, people can be really hurt about that, especially yeah. if you feel like you can sing and you're talented and you're seeing that your church is not willing to use you and you're like, okay, well, I'll go to a church that will use me. But you are being used. Would they, I said if you feel... That was the word, that was the main word. I said if you feel like you're, you're not, not being, being used... At the level that you want to be used. Right, at the level right. that you want to be used... 
then of course you will pack your stuff up and go somewhere where you think you can be used because it's now it's a self-satisfying feeling. It's no longer, I guess, about you just said the perfect word. I mean, it is what it is, but it's like it's it's not necessarily about spiritually, you know, being filled. It's it's like okay, I feel satisfied within myself. I mean, but is using your gift a part of spiritual satisfaction as well? I feel like we, this conversation is very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I'm it saying t- it touches all, though. I think, yeah, I, d- I definitely think it does touches. Uh, t- touch. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it, it touches on that topic, but um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like church hurt. Just like when you talk about friendship, until you have a conversation about what hurts you, you shouldn't just hop somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, a lot of times, and I've heard people who have gone from church to church, they may have an issue with the pastor. And so to be candid with you, most pastors aren't tangible. Like you're not going to be able to say, I need to have a meeting with you on Tuesday to talk about why I'm hurt about what you said or about what you're doing or what the media says about you. Like you're not going to be able to have that conversation with your pastor or your leader. So a lot of times people just say, okay, well, I don't have an understanding as to why I feel this way. Nobody's willing to talk to me. And so so I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it does, but it sounds so emotional because I yeah. feel like it's almost like, um, you know, one, if you feel like you need access to that person or that type of leadership, typically you have never had that type of access. So now it's like all of a sudden there's something that you dislike, so you need the access or you need to feel um, validated. heard. Yeah, validated or heard in a way, and it's like, you know, what does that conversation do for you? Is it that you need access to the person specifically? Or, I don't know, it's just so confusing. I um, I know some people don't like relating the two, but sometimes I relate uh, church to, like, your job. And I... Um, <laughs> I mean, church is my job. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, so it's certain things that I just feel like if you're not going to do on your job then why would you feel like you can do that and kind of get your own way at church? Like, let's say with, um, like with what Lauren was talking about, how, um, well, I don't feel like I'm being used in the choir, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I, and I've said this to somebody, okay, if you're not feeling, if you don't feel like you're being used, okay, when you're at your job and you don't feel like you're being used, have you said anything? Have you moved on to another job? Or are you saying that I'm going to sit here and grow and learn even if it take years. So this is the thing. I think this touches on the whole topic of millennials because I've heard it time and time again. As millennials, if we are in a job position and we don't like our job, we will quit mm-hmm. yeah. and move on. And I think a lot of times people quit church and say, yeah. like, I don't like what you're doing. So mm-hmm. if you want to relate it to the job, we at the same way in job. Because I know I was that way too. That's like true. when I went through what I went through in my job, I was like, where's the next one? Because I'm ready to quit. <laughs> I guess you know, because I guess that, that goes back guess, to what I was saying about how... Some of us don't commit to anything. Yeah. Like, it's not just church. It's relationships. Yeah. It's jobs. It's friendships. But it's... Because even with the jobs, like, I've heard people quit over some stupid stuff. Well, I, I've been there a year, and I feel like I need a promotion. you only been there a year. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I just don't... I, I There's no room for growth. 
like in nothing. I feel but, like okay. go, one one quick second. So I've had a conversation with someone, and they were like, "Oh, this person left because this person left because they didn't like what the di- directors are doing, or leaders are doing, or whatever the case may be, or they think it should be more this way." And I literally will look at the person and be like, "Okay, well, I I personally haven't seen you try to implement anything or stick around to see those changes be made." Exactly. It's very emotional. Like that was kind of my point. Like it's this very emotional exactly exactly because if god has called you to a place maybe he needs you to be instrumental in the thing that annoys you and that you want to see change in building that you being emotional going here and here and here and here and here when really you still called to be at the first place you were before you got in your feelings mm-hmm. and he really needs you to implement that change that's why it's on your heart mm-hmm. but you feel like you ain't being used and you feel like you ain't being seen because you really need to be humbled before he can promote you to do what he needs you to do exactly my edges and i feel like i I feel like with this conversation, Ugh. that's why I'm like really passionate Pause. about I it. Just for Denise's word, <laughs> yeah. Let it just they settle. Say poetry rewind. Yeah. <laughs> Let it just settle in your spirit. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Ayana. No, you're good. But I, this conversation is always very touchy for me because I I'm a loyal person, and um, you know, y'all know I've been at the church for a very long time. I've been serving. Um, volunteering, whatever you want to call it, since I was 18. And it's been certain things that, you know, even right now, like we've been in the position we are in for years. And it is what it is. Like I've never, like you have your little things like, oh, what's going on? Da, 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 da. But I'm not the person that's just going to sit there. I don't feel like they're using me. I'm like, I just know that I'm in the season of growth. Like I'm in this, like, I just, I don't understand how people just don't stick around. So I'm like, okay, so that means like how Sade was saying about relationships. So that means if you ain't getting what you want in a relationship with a man or a woman, you about to, you just about to dip. Like even, I'm like, that is that why y'all can't even get married? Like to Ooh. the people that y'all with? <laughs> I can't. Um, oh, so okay. I'm just <laughs> like, okay. cause the people not committed to nothing or you can't even sit there and say like, Oh, you know, I like this girl, but nah, you, but nah, but, but what if about such and such? Like it, it's no commitment in nothing, like nothing. I think, I think it's the thing of wanting things quickly. Like you, that instant, instant gratification, gratification. Right. Yep. It, it is the instant gratification especially if that was your reason for going to a church in the first place mm. like if your motive for going to a church is i want to go to a church where i can be used to display my gift then that's your motive so if that is not met then you leave if your yeah. motive is i want to go and be fed oftentimes i mean i oftentimes say um and i started using this quote a lot in everything that i do as far as in design but i said what a lot of people don't understand is that production takes process yeah it takes a process to get exactly. to a place that you want to be mm-hmm. and so even if i think about me and i think about like what i want to be used in ministry you know i think about the fact that i what i love to do i feel like just if you start the process and the process may not start off the way that you want it to do. The Bible says that, you know, if you faithful over the little, then I'll give you, you know, something greater. Mm -hmm. And so my thing is it may be your faithfulness in just cleaning the toilets. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that sounds crazy, but it's like, if God, if, and people, God will touch people hearts, be like, dang, that person really took charge over cleaning the restroom. And let me see if they could do this and let me see if they could do that. And so it's like literally being faithful over what it is that God has given you at a time. And I think it touches on the fact that you were saying being humble like yeah. mm-hmm. you know 
learning to be humble, learning to understand that there's a process to where God is taking you. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you said that, I thought about like our pastor and about him testifying about 30 years ago yeah, when he started when he his church. Going, oh, my God. He was cleaning the toilets. Cleaning yeah. the toilets. He was the janitor. Mowing the lawn. Yeah. Mowing the lawn. Yeah. But Vacuuming. You, you come, Vacuuming. You come to the church a year and then you, you want to be over, over everything. Yeah. But literally, he... Like he grew thirty plus years right. and started a foundation cleaning the toilets. Cleaning the toilets. So And is in a space where it's kinda like I'm not afraid to tell you that you see me standing up here at this pulpit, but thirty something years ago, I was cleaning toilets. Exactly. I was the whole praise team. I was the whole praise team. <laughs> Quiet director. Yeah. And choir director. <laughs> Musician. Yeah. Like. Shardae, you said something. Sorry not to cut you off. But when you were like, you know, your motive for going to a place, you know, if your motive or your intentions are in the right place, I think people need to realize that it's clear. Like when you go to that new church, your motive to be seen or for your gift to be used or whatever will e- immediately be recognized if that's not what, you know, if your intentions aren't mm-hmm. pure. So that's why you may find yourself going to church, to church, to church, and nobody want to use you because you don't have a desire to be humble and to put in the work or put in the effort. You have a desire to be seen. Mm-hmm. And to you, that may be self-satisfying and important, and I'm not knocking that. However, you know, before you get to that place, it's a process, just mm-hmm. like Lauren said so that may be why you have gone to three or four different places and it's the same thing if there is a common denominator and the common denominator is you mm. you you know mm-hmm. yeah you i mean i realize that i even think about like like the church i currently go to i didn't choose to go to that church and i think that it, yeah it worked for me in a place you i went yeah. kicking and screaming i was like i don't want to go there i mean but it's like i i started working at the church in a condition of the position i had was that I had to be a member of the church. church, So I became a member of the church knowing nothing about the church. Mm -hmm. And I mean, maybe it's because I'm from up north or whatever, and I'm not from down south. So I I didn't know nothing Mm -hmm. about none of the churches down here, none Mm -hmm. of the pastors, nothing. So for me, when I started going to the church, it's like what Denise said. I was fed in a way that I've never been fed in my life. Mm -hmm. Like eyes wide open, understanding Mm -hmm. the word in a way that it was just like, yo, what what have I been learning? Right. The past 20 something years of my mm, life. That's real. That's how I was too. You know, I've never understood the word like this. And I think that for different people, they're different churches for whatever season you're in. Like I believe that there's some pastors who can only take you as far as they can take you. Mm. And for some people, there's only a level of wisdom that you are capable of learning at a certain time. Almost like with school. So it's like when you're five and six years old, you know, you're you're in elementary school and without having elementary school, you couldn't go to middle school. You couldn't go to high school. So it's kind of like for some people, I understand having to leave a church and go to another church because of being fed. Because at a certain point, if you're in a church where your pastor is super emotional and all he's doing is hooping and hollering every Sunday and you get super emotional about it and you crying and you falling out on Sunday, but by Wednesday you don't even remember a word of what was said, mm-hmm. then and that bothers you, then that's time for you to move to another yep. church. Because it means that you've reached a level where the emotionalism is not having any any more results. Yep. And now you need word. It's like what mm-hmm. the word talks about when it's like, you know, at a certain point, you can have milk. But at a when you grow up in the faith, you need to actually have meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that for some people, if you're hopping from church to church because it's like, 
you know, there's milk over here and I'm looking for the meat. I get that. Yeah. But what I'm hearing in some of the conversations is you're not hopping looking for meat. Mm-mm. You're hopping looking for one to notice me, like notice me, use me, put me in front. And the funny thing about it is the people who usually end up in front are the people who was not trying to be there. Yeah. Ain't Ooh, that's a whole nother time. Ain't trying to be there at all. Ain't trying to be there at all. Ain't at all. Been kicking and screaming for years. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, um, it's crazy because I was also thinking about how some people have like a church checklist. Like I was, fo- I follow a, a blogger. I get that though, though. Like Wait, if you're I a parent, I don't know what you mean. So like if that. you're a parent, you're like they have to have a good children's ministry and they gotta have yeah. good parking oh, and they gotta okay. have it's like- men. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, huh? I was gonna say <laughs> maybe I should have made the list. Men. <laughs> oh, fine men. Oh, yeah. okay. No, like I mean that like women. <laughs> you already Maybe that's what Zip my mouth shut. Y'all is acting up. Um, I guess I I kind of get the checklist, but I feel like you're not gonna get everything on the checklist. And sometimes, like let's say with um with uh have a good children's ministry or something like. I know, like, with our church in particular, we have a good children's ministry, but I've also seen it grow grow over the years. Right. Because I was in children's ministry. So I saw, like, from when I was in children's ministry to how it grew and how it's even growing now is different than when I was there. So it's like, I feel like sometimes the things may not be exact on your checklist, but I feel like just be patient with it. Because some people would be like, I need, I mean, I didn't like how the praise set was today, so I don't know. I've heard of somebody I mean, leaving because of worship. Some <laughs> people choose churches by worship. And I was like... I mean, I do think that's an important It's important, of but is, is, is worship important? Is, is the word important? Is it your important? deciding factor? Like, is it the worship it or the word? I'm yeah, saying it's for, not the deciding factor, but I definitely think it's important. For some people, it is the deciding factor. Yeah. yeah. I've Bible heard a you, lot of people, the deciding factor is the word. Yeah, I don't, the think worship. I, don't think I don't think it's the deciding factor. I mean, I think about the fact that the word says you enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Like, I need I need to make sure that whatever the gates I, is open? Yes. Like, I, by the time the word is there, I have entered into his gates with thanksgiving. But then some people, like, <laughs> if they be like, if I don't cry every Sunday, like, no, if it's, I don't feel an emotional connection to the to the set you know and that's dangerous because i I will say anytime i will say for me it was it was so drastically different for me coming to a world changers because i was songs they say well not just that was one yeah i had to get used to that yeah because i was like oh they singing that what One of the things about our church that's interesting is on a di- you don't on a different Sunday you're gonna get a different type of music. Yeah, yeah now so when the choir like, when the choir yeah. is singing at World Changes, we are entering into its gates with gospel Thanksgiving. Okay, <laughs> but no, but the funny thing is that's that's your also, your background. Oh, your, yeah, your saying, background is different. That, yeah. But me, I prefer contemporary Sunday. Right. Yeah, and that makes a lot of because so everybody, everybody, yeah, exactly. you know, first Sunday is the choir. You already know yeah. the robes coming out. You got the gospel, the hymn. Listen, that second Sunday you got a hill song, yeah. acoustic guitar, guitar, yeah. Listen, the third, third Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> you got the praise 
16. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You might have the kids come Then out. the fourth Sunday. <laughs> yeah, fourth Sunday, you got the teenagers. You the definitely have them on the fifth Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the fifth Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you're going to get it all. Yeah. yeah. But for me, that was so drastically different because where I come from back home, <laughs> all my pastor got to okay. do is say, one, two, three, four, the church going crazy. <laughs> We used to, I was telling my friend, I said, we used to do relay racing around the church every Sunday. It was like, am I going to beat you this Sunday? You going to beat me? Are your market set? Go. Go. You know, we would literally run around the church almost every Sunday, but world changes is not like that. Yeah. We, very we have our moments, though. This we had our moments. We, but it'd be like a short moment. <laughs> nah, we well, do not. Well, in like, church, the whole service You don't have a moment. You right, have a moment. Right. We have a service. And Pastor will shut you down. All okay. right, now. He put his hand up. All right, now. Right. I need y'all to be quiet. And you better not be one of them bold ones that think you still got the spirit in those speaking. <laughs> we will rebuke you from the pulpit. I think it's been years since I've seen Pastor make a lap around the church. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen it. It's been. It hasn't been in my tenure. <laughs> But I mean, but yeah, he'll be like, listen, I, I like that you're having an emotional connection right now, but I need you to have right. some understanding. <laughs> Do you know why you're running? Right. Exactly. exactly. And exactly. I think that's the thing. That's like, the thing. Yep. I think about when I used to shout in church every Sunday. Like, why am I doing Oh, this? I didn't every Sunday. And go home and be like, Tired. just empty. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> empty. What yeah. did I learn today? Right. You know what I mean? And I think that that is what has changed. Like, you, the, the Monday, the Sunday and the Monday, it's like, oh, yeah, it's Father God. But it's just like there was no glue that was holding together what I was supposed to be taking into my spirit. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, my heart kind of goes out to the people who are like, in a place church hoppers yeah where they're just kind of like from church My to church too. to church because it's like you're missing out on something yeah and, you know I, I've I've had to learn that and it's not me church hopping but it's like even in life if I if I get bored with one thing and I'm like I'm gonna pick up something else right, right. I'm like I probably would have missed out on something that that thing was supposed to teach me absolutely you know so it's like even if you're in a position where you're saying okay I'm not getting spiritually fed like I want to every service. Then maybe it is, and I've been there. I'm going to be honest. I've been there before where I'm going to church every Sunday, but it's like something's missing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not getting spiritually fed. But I never once felt like the need to pack up my things and go from mm -hmm. another church to church to church. Right. It was literally where I discovered like a TDJ. So I discovered like additional like content in regards to like the Bible that made me seek the word even more. It wasn't yeah. a thing of me saying I need to find another person that can deliver the word to me. It was like no, now it's just I need to start delivering the word to myself. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that like people get kind of confused about in mm -hmm. church it's like yeah your minister is there to give you the word mm -hmm. but it's up to you to really understand exactly. it and with, build on that right yeah. and build on that with clarity like you have to literally begin to seek after God he right. may give you a transcript to say okay this is a verse that you can go to right. you know you could check out this verse and this is what I kind of got from it but mm -hmm. what did you get from it from yourself right. and right. so I think that's one thing I think people need to just like kind of consider if you're church hopping or if you're in a place where you're just like, I'm not getting spiritually fed, so I need to go somewhere where I yeah, can. Yeah, so I'm right. out. Yeah. And I also think mm -hmm. serving is important. I think yeah. that, yes. you know, the word talks that's, about. That's it right there. That when you, when you plant yourself in a ministry, you're supposed to also serve. Like mm -hmm. you're supposed to find community or fellowship within that ministry. And I think a lot of people who end up church hopping, 
community kind of yeah kind of no but don't attach themselves to community within the they churches that they're they in. Don't. But I mean, that's, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was saying that's when a lot of times I hear when people have attached themselves with the community and they church hop is usually because of like an issue of like church hurt yeah. or something like that. I mean, that's, that's true. when additional, uh, I guess, issues. Because you open why. yourself up right. personally mm-hmm. to people in the church. So they have the room to be able to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But as a part of the church, it's kind of like, the church is not the building like the church is the people right Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you as a member of a church serve in some type of capacity with other people who are also the church so whether that's being a part of shift or whether that's being on the choir whether that's being in the dance ministry or being in the women's ministry there's something about connecting yourself and sewing into the ministry, mm-hmm. giving of your time, I think mm-hmm. that is also important. So, yeah. I, I was going to say sometimes those connections are made and then people still hop. And sometimes, you know, the danger in hopping too is when you've made a, a divine connection, a connection that, you know, God has called you to make. And then you you continue to hop. You haven't really put into that relationship and that connection what was supposed to be there. So sometimes the danger too in church hopping is I feel like you put yourself you put yourself out there for the enemy to attack, mm. and when you because you're exposed versus being divinely connected within a ministry and within a group of people so whenever you are attacked spiritually it's not like you're carrying all these you know 50 people in all these different places but when you know stuff hits the fan and you're going through hell you really haven't built those connections with enough people to mm-hmm. allow them in to speak into your life or to be there and stand with you through those situations or it's the people you're connected to are under this ministry and they're getting fed this thing that's yeah. not really applicable to you mm-hmm. doesn't really feed your spirit but you made a connection now you're over here and they can't speak into your life because the word really ain't based and really is taken out of context so you know all these people but for what yeah so whenever you're in a situation where you're going through spiritual warfare yeah it's cool to have these connections but they need to be meaningful and impactful not you just making people and fellowship and just for the sake of doing that yeah Yeah. what do y'all think about couples going to separate churches or not gonna happen. Uh-uh, <laughs> never. How do you choose which person's church to go to, though? That's a good question. That's why I prayed to find a spouse at my church, because I knew that was going to be difficult. Because I knew, I was like, I do not want to leave World Changers. Like, it just was not a desire. That's a good question. I mean, I oftentimes think about that. I would love to ask yeah. someone that. But, <laughs> me, I, I mean, I've been in, I mean, of course, I'm not married or anything. But I've definitely dated guys that, like, go to a different church. And it's been difficult because it's like, I want you to go to church with me, but you want to go to your church. And I'm just like, I'd rather not go to your church. I'd rather go to mine. So I've seen breakups happen. And it's, you know, like, ultimatums given. Like, you come to my church. Or you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) We gonna hop to yours on first, right? (laughs) But it's like I've heard in the past that um, it was the I guess unwritten rule that when you get married, you You go go to to the the husband's church. church. Really? Yeah, I've I've heard that before, and I was kind of like, we're gonna do a whole episode on what happens when you get married. Yeah, because (laughs) show are all of us is getting married. married. Yeah. But um, soon and it's very soon <laughs> we are walking down, down the aisle. aisle. <laughs> I've um, I've 
I, I know some people who had to make that decision and the wife was like, just being honest, is like, I didn't want to go to his church because his church wasn't edifying to me. Mm. So for a period in time, they went to separate churches. Did you just try and find a new church together? <laughs> they did try to do that as well. They did try to do that as well. And um, I don't know, it, it, it didn't end so great. So Yeah, I've yeah. seen couples that go to separate churches. Yeah. But it's just like I've seen that too. I just how does don't that work in your household? Yeah, because y'all being fed different things. Like what right. y'all talking about? Well, my pastor said this today. What your yes. pastor say? You know, like I, I mean, feel like that's room for the enemy to just come in. That's already yeah. room for him to, you know. I mean, I mean, when I think about my childhood and the fact that when I was younger and all of us used to go to church together, we look like a united front. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, and even if I think about you, Baca, you know, Haven, like when I see y'all at church, y'all look like a united front. And that's one thing I want, I want yeah. in my life. That's what like I when people see also. my family, they yeah. see a united front. I love seeing you know? my, all my people, like even, honestly, even with people being single and I see like friends like and then because I grew up in that too like all your friends sitting on the same row we've been going here for a minute like right. I love seeing that so yeah I don't sit with my friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's really sit together we don't but we link up I love after. that I do too you know because I don't think I could focus because we so dang go goofy go okay. find something funny yeah in <laughs> listen we all know where but I then sit. we still be in the group meet acting the fool sometimes. Though. Yeah, we do. So. No, we do. We will. We will connect via uh, a text or something. Yeah. But for the most part, we kind of sit separately. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll we we will be back in a in a minute. You got it together again. <laughs> Save Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by. The Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, ladies, we are back. Uh, who got the scripture for today? I got the scripture. I got one too. Oh, go ahead with yours first. Okay. So mine comes from Matthew 18, verses 20, and it says, For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. That's NLT version. Um, and of course you might've heard it is where two or more are gathered, you know? Um, but you know, this is pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty much saying that we are the church. The church is not a building. It's literally about us as a people. When we gather and when we edify and praise God, God is automatically in the midst, whether or not we're in a building or not. So just keep that in mind, ladies. Yes. Okay. Um, the scripture that I have is Hebrews 10 and starting at verse 24, and this is in the new international version and it says and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds not by giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching so basically saying you know let's do good to help each other continue coming to church Mm -hmm. and meeting, even though some people don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting that even in the word, it was like, as some are in the habit of doing. Mm -hmm. So he made us, he know, he be knowing. Yep. 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 All right. So, um, I guess I can introduce and, you know, share our woman currently winning for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, some people may not know her. Some people who go to our church do, um, and even outside, because she has done so many things outside of our church as well. But our woman currently winning is uh, Alyssa Warwell. Alyssa has been a part of our church. 
for a long time. Like I said, y'all, I've been going to World Changers since I was 11. Alyssa was uh, one of my teachers in teen ministry. Wow. So, um, and just to see her faithfulness uh, throughout the years. And she started off as a volunteer in teen ministry. And right now she is currently the junior high pastor for our church. So to see her faithfulness and just to see her no matter what, like this is my church. These are my people and how she she just goes hard. She goes hard. Um, she's definitely not a church hopper. No. She definitely ain't a church hopper. And uh, she, you know, she knows and understands that this is the season and this is the place that she's supposed to be in. And, you know, her children have grown up there. Her, her and her husband, you know, go there. And just it's just it's just awesome to see, you know, and just very inspiring to mm. see like how far she's come. So Alyssa, you are our woman currently winning. Mm-hmm. And uh we love you. The yes. parenting we guru. Love you. Yeah, the parenting the guru. Parenting. I know. Guru. She always yeah. got a word. Okay. Yes, she does. She's like the kids whisperer. Yeah. She is. So, so you know when you see past Alyssa with that tutu skirt. Oh, yes. Done deal. She's about to get you right. Get you right in a minute. So <laughs> yes. So shout out to Alyssa. Um, yes. We love you. Um Love you. Yes. Oh, this is what I was gonna say to just kind of close it a little bit too. Like, um, one, we do pray that, you know, this episode has blessed you. Um, if you are a church hopper. We pray that, you know, it's made you thought, think about some things. The biggest thing is I don't want people to get offended because I know we laughed and, you know, we had jokes about certain things on the episode. But, uh, you know, the biggest thing is we just want to make sure and minister to you through even the certain scenarios, the whatever, the comments or whatnot that we've had um, and encourage you to really find a true church home and not based off of emotionalism, but based off of spiritually if, is is it connecting to you or are you growing in your relationship with God in this location? So, um, yeah, especially in this time, I know a lot of the churches aren't currently open physically, you know, with club quarantine, as I call it. But, you know, even just finding a, a and connecting to a church eventually when it does open and just and staying there and planting, you know, those seeds and, and planting roots into that church and, you know, getting involved, volunteering. Um, I know some people leave certain churches because they feel like it's too big or, you know, oh, I don't feel like I can connect with people. Listen, when you join a ministry, you start volunteering and you start getting involved. I feel like that really makes a church smaller. So just encouraging you guys to, you know, if you are out there and you going from place to place, just, you know, find a home. Find a true home. Yeah. And um, I wanted to add one more thing. Yeah, you go first. I was going to say, um, it just clicked for me, like, when you think about church home, mm-hmm. like, even when you think about, like, a home in a, in a literal sense. And it's like, as a child, you live in a home with your mom and your dad. 
and that's the covering you know so you go because that that is where you live so it's almost like when you're a child your church home is with your parents and then as you get older you know when you go to college you move out Mm -hmm. and you get to find your own place of residence and it's the same thing when you move into that season of you know being a teenager and going to college you get to look and see hey you know what apartment do I want to stay in on campus Mm -hmm. and which you know space do I want to be in and then you graduate from this space of being you know an apartment dweller where it's like maybe not permanent but it's okay just for that season and it's okay for that time and it gives you what you need for where you were almost like how a church does in that period of your life it gives you what you need for that season where you are but eventually you go to a space where you buy a home and when you buy a home it's it's a big deal because it's an investment Mm -hmm. and it's something that it's not just used to house you for a certain period of time or a season, but it's where you're going to put down roots. It's where you're going to decorate. It's where you know that, you know, you're going to have to pay some bills. You know, the walls of your first house. I know for me, you know, I got my house last November and my walls have seen me cry. They've seen me pray. They've seen me praise all of those things and realize that when you talk about a church home, that's what it means. It means that it's not always going to be easy. It means that it's an investment that it requires for you to put something into it a house comes with maintenance you don't just move in one day and oh i'm here and you never ever have to do anything Mm -hmm. else when you move into a home you have to do certain things to maintain it you have to make sure that that ac unit is up to par you got to make sure Mm -hmm. that you change out the battery in your fire detector like there's things that go on when you buy a house and so when you choose a church home understand that just as much as it's keeping you secure if you have a home during you know the time of the pandemic that we were in then you understand how important a home actually is um and it can take care of you but you also have to take care of it you have to put something into it and so your church home is the same thing it's going to make sure that you are covered it's going to make sure that you are safe it's going to make sure that you have a, a place to rest your head but you also have to put something into it there's an investment of your time of you know whatever your gift is all of those things into that home as well so yeah so kind of to tie it all in especially ayana when you were talking about being planted and short to your point of making sure that you're also putting in wherever you're planted there's also this quote that everybody loves that says bloom where you are planted mm-hmm. however my favorite story or parable or scriptures in the bible is the parable of the sower and Mark 4, 6 says, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. You know, and I think it just speaks to us being a plant, us being, you know, planted in certain places. And if your roots really aren't connected to that place, again, to what I was speaking before, when you're going through spiritual warfare or whatever the case may be, if you're really not planted in a good place or planted and you know, being used there, just, you know, allowing God to be God in that moment for you, it says that the plant died. You know, we know that the word says that we we are to go and grow, right? He feeds us, he nurtures us, and that is included in our spiritual lives, and that will go until the day that we die. So it's just so important to not just be there, but bloom where you are planted. Be utilized, you know, put in, just like you receive the word on Sundays, and, you know, you give your time, you know, also put back into that church, be a part of that community, be a part of the village. And tithe, but that's a whole nother episode. And Bishop Luther <laughs> a house is not a home unless there's someone there Come on now. to turn the key. 
and the key is being fed. <laughs> Until next time. Oh my God. Where can they catch us? <laughs> they can catch us on all uh, podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts. That's uh, Spotify. Spotify. Uh, make sure you guys uh, also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, yes. Slide into the DMs. We read them. We love them. We love you as well. And make sure you have your key to turn into your home. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Love and peace, my sisters. Also, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the you know letters. Oh yes, yeah, secret letters. Don't forget about that. We know you have some things to say, and we want to read it. What's so make email? sure you send in your secret letter to save girls secrets at gmail.com. And where can they watch us, Lauren? You can watch us on all YouTube platforms. <laughs> <laughs> or watch us on the YouTube platforms at Cool Save Chicks. You cool say what 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 uh the lady say on Tiger King? What's up, you cool, cool, cool save cats and kittens? <laughs> right, cool cats and kittens. But what's up, your cool save chicks? TV. Check us out on YouTube. I cannot. Oh my god. Sharde, don't you want to tell the people that they are good, God, and blessed? Good God bless you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love y'all so much. Love you, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.